What's up homegirls and homeboys? On today's video, we repeat what we don't repair. I'm talking specifically to my people with the big hearts, the overdoers, the overgivers, the too understanding, the empaths. Listen, sometimes we engage too much in things that drain our energy and we don't really see that our ability to do these things are our strengths, but they're working against us. Ooh, girl, we're going to get deep. Keep listening to this. Bye. Good morning. Welcome to Heard and Healed Podcast, where I am here to encourage you, empower you, and help you heal. If you have the desire to be your best self or simply just need encouragement, then this is the podcast for you. I am your host, Nathisha Brooks, where I use positivity, a little bit of my personal experience, and a whole lot of faith to help you on your journey. There's a saying that we say here, and it says, I believe in myself, I believe in my abilities. Fear is where it stops. Healing is where it starts. How y'all doing? Welcome back. Good morning to you. <sighs> I love to be here. Don't I say it every time? Oh my God, I hope that you guys are doing well. I hope that you are okay. Thank you for all of your comments that you leave on the videos. I respond back to them. So if you want to check, go ahead and leave me a comment. Y'all, this episode... Huh, you know, I seen a quote on Instagram and it says something about we repeat what we don't repair. And I was like, ooh, child, that is deep, that is deep, that is deep. And then I said, well, how does this resonate for me, right? And I started to think about a lot about, like, what are the things that I had to repair myself? And it was so funny. I was talking to um, one of my good friends, and they were telling me how they have such a really big heart. And it's so hard for them to say no to people, stop giving to people, right? Because their heart is so big. And I just sat there and I was like, bingo, right? I related to it so much because I'm like, I have a really big heart myself. And I understand the struggles of people who have just really big hearts and who are just caring, right? And it's so funny, I ran into this message, we repeat what we don't repair. I'm going to tell you something, whenever I have to come talk on my podcast, I always just kind of scroll my social media and I look for, you know, quotes that really resonate with me, take screenshots, and then I just kind of ask God, like, send me, Lord, like, send me the message, like, what I need to talk about, and it always comes to me, right? And this is a good one. Also, before I get into it, if you are watch, if you are listening to me on either our podcast, um, Spotify, I said Spotify, um, yeah, Spotify. I'm thinking Shopify. Um, you can come on over and watch me on YouTube. Type in Heard and Heal Podcast. If you are watching me on YouTube, hey, I'm sitting here in my black. I done did something different with my makeup. I got blue on my eyes. I done did like a triple wing liner type of thing. Girl, it's cute. But um, be sure that y'all know y'all can listen to me too. I always advise, listen to me when you get up in the morning, as you start your day, as you get in the car. We got a good message, you know, morning motivating message. So let's get into it. I really resonated with that. We don't, we we repeat what we don't repair. And I was really thinking about it like, you know, I've come a long way when it comes to me just being so caring, right? Me being so giving. You ever met those people in your life that really just kind of have a big heart? Like, when I think of that, I think of my mother. She really has a really, really big heart. Like, she is always, you know, pouring into somebody, helping somebody. Like, she, her heart is just damn big. She's a cancer, by the way. I see that a lot in them Cancerians. <laughs> But I think of her, and I think I get a lot of that from her because 
Oh, you could sell my mother on a story. You hear me? But even if she see a lot of potential in you or she just loves you, she gives so much. Is that you? You know, like that could be you. But I want you to think about the person that you know that to be. You know, people like that get used a lot. But even further, you know, people like that struggle a lot emotionally. Do you know that? Because. They find themselves always looking out for other people, right? And giving things and showing their love. And they lack in that area. Like, they, most of the times we love people the way that we like to receive love. Did you know that? But anywho, you know, people like that really suffer emotionally. Where I was going was that we love people in the way that we like to receive love. And one of the things that I noticed that people with really, really big hearts... They are always overextending themselves emotionally. I mean, they're always on the phone when someone needs them. They're always listening to whenever someone has a situation going on. They're always just daggone there, you know. They give gifts for Christmases. They are just, I mean, if you're sick, they're going to show up. I mean, just anything. They just have a really, really big heart. But you never really know how much they're suffering. You know, and you never really know what they're going through because people like that tend to focus less on themselves and more of others um, because they're so empathetic and so caring of others. And sometimes I, I when I noticed that I did that, I really was just kind of burnt out. You know, I just felt like, dang, here I am helping and putting out fires everywhere. Not really looking for things in return, whether I'm giving someone a birthday gift or I'm just showing up and nobody showed up. I'm just giving support. Here I am doing all these things, right? And I felt like, why am I not receiving that same type of support back? Like, why am I not doing that? And I had to realize that, you know, people like myself and others really come a dime a dozen. It's not too many people like that out there. And because of that, you really got to see the value in that. Like, you know, when somebody has really, really good traits, it's really valuable because the average human ain't walking around with a heart like that. Good traits like that. Right. I encourage you, if you are a person like that, I want you to see the value in that. If you have a really, really big heart. If you are always showing up for people, if you are always just, people can just depend on you. If you feel like you are the person in your family that really solves the problems and check in. I mean, as little as just the person that call everybody, call everybody all the time. My little brother says this all the time. Like, I always got to call you. Why you don't ever call me? And it hurts my heart because he's just one of those persons that, Always call people. That's just what he does. He reaches out to everybody. You know somebody like that too, right? Like, he might got a family member or somebody, a friend that just, they gonna call you in the morning. It's gonna be every day. They may check in with you a couple times a week, but they, they, they make their rounds with calling people. Um, where am I going with that? I, 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 it's important. I, I'm not telling my mother all the time, like, mom, you know, who you are is really rare, right? And it's important for you to really learn how to control some of your positive traits. And I hear from her and others that always say, well, I can't help myself. Like, I can't help that I'm a good person. I can't help that my heart is big. I can't help that I care for people. I can't help. I can't help. I am the person that's going to tell you today, yes, you are. Yes, you can. You can help it. 
<laughs> a lot of times you feel like you can't help it because these traits come so naturally, but that's why it's important for you to learn how to control them because they come so naturally. Do you get what I'm saying? So for me, I'm a person who naturally likes to take the lead. I'm naturally going to say, what's the most difficult thing? And don't worry, I'll handle it. I'm naturally going to say, don't worry, I'll do it. I'm naturally just going to take the lead on things, right? But I noticed that when I do that, I'm like, well, damn, anybody else going to do it? No, because everybody waiting around for you to naturally damn do it. Because it comes so natural to me, it doesn't give me enough time to really read the room or peep the scene or understand what's going on because I'm just acting out of my natural element. Some of your natural abilities, right, can be some of your weak, weakest abilities, Um Meaning, some of your strengths can really, really be weaknesses if you do not know how to use them properly. And I always try to tell people who have big hearts, who are so caring, who are so empathetic, you have to be aware of that because there are energy consumers all around you. People who yearn from that, people who seek people like you, people who need enablers, people who are super dependable on others, where they will literally seek you for all that you have. And you will find yourself naturally giving it to them and then be exhausted and burnt out and don't know why. Because you have energy drainers around you and because you care so much for them, you don't know how to turn it off. You got to sometimes pull back from people. Do you hear me? Let me take a step. You got to sometimes pull back from people. When you have, and this is what we call boundaries, right? Whether they are physical boundaries, whether they are mental, emotional, you know, relationship, whatever those financial boundaries, like you have to learn how to put them in place because not a lot of people walk around with strengths like that and know how to use them. A lot of times people are walking around for people who have those strengths and you wonder why, you know, you feel so unfulfilled, right? Like you're this cup that's just pouring into everybody else, everybody else, and you have nobody around you that's able to replenish it. And it sucks too because what I have learned in my own personal experiences Sometimes you're not going to really find those people who can pour back into you. Like it won't be from a person. Sometimes it's from things, you know, hobbies, interests, time spent by yourself, prayer, right? Where you have to replenish yourself, logging off, taking a break. You get me? I hope I'm teaching you something new because sometimes we think, I know I had to unlearn this. I used to say, well, damn, I am the person where everybody comes to emotionally dump on me and I don't have anybody where I can emotionally dump on, right? Or I don't have anybody who is able to take on what I'm going through or listen to what I'm going through. And I had to realize that, Nathisha, you know, you may not find that in a person. Not a lot of people are emotionally aware to be able to do that. So you're going to have to be able to replenish your cups in other ways and one of the ways for me is really where I just kind of have to take time off from people whether I take time off from work I pull back from my relationships right where I have to go seclude a lot of time for that is prayer meditation like spending time for myself really helps me with myself really helps me replenish myself and I encourage those who are givers like me who are empathetic like me um, who relate to just what I'm saying you got to take time to refill your cup I look at people like my mother and you know 
I just wonder, like, you know, how, what's really going on in your head and your heart, you know? Because I noticed that people like that are not as expressive of what they're going through. I can never pinpoint why. You know, I'd be thinking, like, what, do they feel like, you know, um, people around them just won't be able to handle what they got going on, right? It could be that. I don't really have the answer, but I noticed that what I've learned is sometimes our own issues are too much for us to deal with, right? We feel like they're just a lot or too hard to get through, so it's easier to focus on somebody else. You ever find them people who ever find yourself like easily able to give advice and information, but it may apply to you and there's an excuse on why it don't apply to you. <laughs> Be honest with yourself. Like I've, I've been able to give advice and I'm like, damn, that's some really sound advice. Like, what about you though? And it's like, well, mine is different because, and no, yeah, <laughs> I'm laughing because I've been guilty of it. And we all are like, sometimes we're able, we're able to be in positions where we can tell people what they can do. and We can see the things clearer for other people's and say, Hey, do this. And you just need to do that. And it's going to be okay. And this is not right. And it's like, okay, so how does that apply for your life? And what are you doing, right? And I just look at people like my mom and others, and it's like, you know, you are so exhausted from others, right? But what about your own issues? And a lot of times, people like them feel like they just got to handle them on their own, right? Or nobody gets it. I got to figure it out. And it's like, no, those things really manifest. I want you to understand, too, that sometimes your problems cannot just be solved by yourself. Like, you know that, right? Like, a lot of times we spend time in our heads and, let me fix my mic, we spend time in our heads and we spend time just by ourselves, just like, all right, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do this. You know, I, I got it, I'm, I'm going to handle this, and I can't tell these people this because they're not going to know what to do, or I can't, right? But... You can't solve all your problems on your own. Even me, a person who's filled with so much wisdom and advice to give, do you think that I just rely on myself to solve all of my issues? What? Like, come on now. That's so much. That is, think about, that's so much. I have my support system of people who are emotionally sound, who's able to help me think things through, right? And listen, it ain't 10 people. I'm going to tell you that right now. I got a solid two, you know, but that's just enough. So if you feel like, you know, you are giving so much to people, you are giving so much to others, and you notice that you don't feel like you're receiving anything, sometimes you have to pull back. Sometimes you really have to monitor your own strengths. You know, it's called parenting your strengths. Sometimes you do because those can be your biggest weaknesses. You're always there for people. You're always giving money. You're always giving your home. Oh, my God. I remember a lady. I mean, anybody who needed a place to rest their head, her house was always that. You know, so she never really lived alone. It was always somebody coming in and they, they, they moving in and they come in, treat her house so effed up and then they moving out. She ain't get no money from it and get no, they pay a bill and do none of those things. Right. But she felt for this situation and she felt, and you know what? Everybody needs, it's like, sis, wait a minute now. That's great that you're a good person, but damn, you know, like, what do you get from that? You know, what do you, and I don't, I, hear me out. I know that some people like to help. But I want you to understand that 
everything in this world has an opposite end to it, right? Whether it's good and bad, whether it's receiving and giving, like everything has an opposite end. You can't just help all your life and don't get nothing from it. You hear me? Like you just you just can't do that. So if you find that you are a person who are doing those things right, I encourage you to really, really see your strengths as that and really start to guard them and protect them. Sometimes you have to just cut some people off emotionally, meaning not today. I can't listen to that today. And a lot of times when people like that do it, myself included, you feel bad. Like, damn, I wish I could help them. And I wish that I was able to give more. And I really had to psychoanalyze that. And the answer that I come up with, this is not the only answer because there could be many answers. But a lot of times we care a lot about what people think about us. <laughs> right? Like a lot of times we care a lot. Like we want the image that people have of us to be a positive image. Oh, they care about me. Oh, they always there. Right? Because it gratifies us and fulfills us. Right? But at the end of the day, you don't need anybody to validate or vindicate that feeling. You should know the basis. When you do good things, it shows that you have good in you. Don't nobody need to tell you that. You hear me? I hope you understand that. So when I seen that message, like we repeat what we don't repair. Like I just noticed that you'll continue to get used by people if you do not stop repeating the patterns of always giving, showing up, giving. You're going to continually feel drained. You're going to continually feel empty. You're going to continually feel depressed. Not enough, not happy, unfulfilled because you have not repaired any of your overgiving and overdoing and overexerting. Like you got to put a cap to it. You got to. I know when it came for me and, and, and I'll speak on relationships, right? I was always just the girl that was just so understanding. And that's because I'm very empathetic. I I mean, anybody can feel it when they come around me. I am an empathetic person. Like, I can feel. I can feel it. I never have had to been through any of your experiences. But the moment you tell me what it was, I, my heart drops for you. I feel it, right? Um, and because of that, I would meet so many people that... Just wasn't the good, the best person, right? Probably was out here doing fucked, effed up stuff to people themselves, right? But because I'm hearing this story and I feel the hurt between the, behind the consequences, I was just showing up for them. I was just giving too much and I was putting passes by them. And in reality, like these people were really kind of messed up. These people had their own little problems that, you know, they was just leeching off of you from. And that's been my history in a lot of my relationships because I always led with my heart always led with my heart and people like myself and empathetic people always lead with their heart but I want you to understand that your heart is meant for one emotion and that's to feel I said meant for one emotion the biggest tasks that your heart hold is to feel that's it it's a feel. It feels everything. Your heart is not really meant to make decisions for you. That's where the mind comes into play. Did you know that? Like your mind is equipped to make all of the decisions for you. But sometimes we leave that to our hearts. And that's why we end up in so many confusing or conflicting situations. Because we go on based off of how we feel. How we feel. Instead of what do we think rationally and logically what makes sense. Oh girl. Okay. All right. 
right, I ain't going to take it then. <laughs> I ain't going to take it then. But I hope this is your morning inspiration, okay? Like, we repeat what we don't repair. And those who are always, like, I do so good for people. I'm always, my heart's so big. And people always take advantage. It's because you allow people to. It's because you don't even see your own value and your own worth. And what character, the traits that you have. Like, these traits that you have, your heart being so big. Girl, you are a dime a dozen. Why would I switch out my dime for a penny? Hey, okay. You know that rapping song? Why, why would you do that? Like those traits are really valuable. And because of that, it's kind of like goods and goals, right? People protect those things because they understand how valuable they are. I want you to understand how valuable you are. Your traits of being a lead leader. Your traits of being so, you know, loving. So giving. I mean, those, those are good, good traits. Not everybody possess those things. So you have to use your discernment on who deserves them and who does not. And a lot of us, oh my God, do not use that. See, I, I'm talking on discernment now. Like, it's so many different gems that I'm dropping here, but I want you, I don't want you to miss the message. Like, repair start repeating these constant habits you know that don't serve you that really hurt you or make you feel like you're lacking something in the air repair what it is and for me it really had to be just my ability to just be so empathetic and understanding my heart i'm always feeling for others feeling for others and other empaths i hate when people say like oh i'm empathetic i'm an empath shut up Oh, I don't like it at all. You know, a true empath, you'll be able to feel it when you come around them. They will really have you like opening up, expressing yourself in ways you've never, you've never been able to. They'll have you tapping into feelings. They'll have you smiling and laughing more. Like when you get around true empaths, you're going to just feel like. I love being in that person's presence. Truly. People walk around all the time. I'm an empath. I'm an empath. I feel what other people feel. Oh, so this is deeper than that. Okay? And some of you guys are watching this and like, thank you. You know, you get it. Some of you guys are empaths empaths yourself, right? But it's a word that's just overused a lot. But I can see an empath when I see. When I come across an empath, I'll be like, damn. And most of the time I can see it because they're burnt out. They're overdoing for others. Their heart's so big. I see it and I just be like, if only you could just imagine. If only you could just see how valuable you really are. And I'm lending that message to you, sister girl, brother boy. <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> Anyways. I hope that there's a good message for you. It was really short and sweet, but we got right to it, okay? For all of you guys who have went and rated me on Apple Podcasts, thank you so much. Please keep the ratings coming. Please leave a comment if you can. You know you can follow me on Instagram, right? At Nini Tanae. That's my personal page, okay? And you can follow the podcast page on Instagram at Heard and Heal Podcast. Just to give a little update on me, I try not to talk too much about myself, but I'm sure you guys are interested. I am in a space right now where I am trying to get my CEUs to renew my license. I am one of them girls who have waited to the last minute, right? I got like three or four more credits I need to get, so I need to schedule them. Um, my goal is just to renew my license. I'm coming up I two years ago I got my social work license this time so I'm celebrating two years of being a social worker Woo-woo. so it's time to renew my license come October um 
So that's exciting. I've noticed that I'm getting my credits in fields of trauma, um, fields of sexual abuse, and no, sorry, sexual ident. No, what is it? <laughs> I'm messing this up. Sexual identity. Um, Manifested by sexual abuse. Um, it, that's important because the world is changing where people are really, you know, really tapping into how they identify sexually. And I'm running across that, running into that as a therapist. And I really want to understand how sexual abuse may have impacted that. Also, trauma. Trauma is just one of my fields that I'm that really has my attention. So that um, my CU's also in um, anxiety and depression um, in children, but also in adults because that's just very common today. So I have my special area where I am focusing a lot of my attention on um, trauma in, in regards to abandonment, neglect, abuse, domestic violence, all of these things, right? So um, uh, it's, it's interesting. I'm, I'm really learning a lot and I'm, I'm, I'm finding my niche, you know, where I fit, you know, where, who am I as a social worker and what do I, what's my strengths as a, as a therapist? Um, so that's one of the biggest things about getting your CEUs. You can really specialize your area of focus on what you want to learn more about. So I'm celebrating my two years. So I'm about to renew my license. One of my biggest plans is to start getting some certifications, but I'm not going to start that until 2023, potentially. Um, this is just the biggest hurdle and I could just kind of take a breather and start the new year off right. My goal is to get my next level of licensure, licensure my C level license, so my clinical level licensure, um, where I'm able to, I'm not, I'm not really interested in diagnosing people, um, but I'm able to on that level. I'm also interested in getting that so I can branch off into my own form of practicing. And I don't think it'll be in therapy, but I don't know. God hasn't really set the vision for me clear enough, but I know that I am in the right direction, the right path. So that's me career-wise. Y'all know I focus a lot on my career. Um, romantically, I've been out here dating. You know, that's been going really good. Um, ah, that's another topic for another day, girl. I really feel like... At one point, I thought I was so ready to start dating, and then something good kind of slid across my feet, and I'm hesitant as a mug, like, yeah, I ain't ready. Like, nah. <laughs> That's a topic for another day. We'll talk about that. Coming soon, guys, do you know that next month will be one year that I have been, uh, how do I say this, one year post-heartbreak. Next month will be one year when my heart was shattered into pieces. And here I have spent one year of putting them pieces back together. That's going to be a really special podcast that I do want to talk about because uh, I, it's so much that I, I've learned. and so much that I want to tell people along this journey because heartbreak is something that many women experience and go through. And um, something that I went through and I'm one year post-op. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, my God. We can laugh about it now, but that's coming up. What else am I doing? Um, I'm in a space, too, where I am looking to build more connections, more friendships, you know, um, just really finding out what I need in my friendships, what I don't like, what I need. You know, I'm really expanding on those things. Family is going good, you know, spending time. Everything is going good, guys. Like, I don't really sit here and talk about my life 
present day because I feel like that's another podcast for another day. But things are going good. I'm happy. I'm glowing. You know, it's it's so weird to say I'm happy. You know, a lot of times I come and I'm saying, I'm okay. I'm doing okay. But I always ask my clients, what does that mean? And one morning I had to ask myself, like, what does that mean when you say that? Like, what is okay? You know, my language has changed. Like, I'm better than okay. Like, girl, I'm happy. Like, I am happy. Things could be so much better, but God has me in the right space. Okay. Um, if you want to know the reading, okay, I am doing a spiritual collective reading on this message. It will be posted. You'll have it linked in the description box for you to click it. With my spiritual guides, just add on to the message more in a spiritual way of, you know, just expounding on the topic more. Um, so yeah, guys, that's just it. Follow me on the gram. We'll be back. Leave me a comment down below and I'll see y'all sometime. (laughs) Bye.